So, good morning. How are you? It's so nice for you to join us today. Good morning. Good morning, boys and girls. Good morning, da-da-da. Good morning, such and such. Good morning, da-da-da-da-da. You guys, I can't believe that I used to do that shit as a teacher every morning. But it would, like, bring up like really good memories and it'll put my kids in great spirits and I remember like when I used to go through my depression or when I was going through my depression I was singing that song to myself like in the mirror like good morning how are you it's so nice for you to join us today good morning I'm like good morning Andrea how are you feeling I'm so glad you're here and I would like hug myself. And I know before y'all be like, oh my gosh, you were so pathetic. I was depressed. Not pathetic. Um, but what's poppy PS? On today's podcast, we're gonna be talking about dating self and the importance of dating self, you guys. Um, dating self is the best thing that I have chosen to do, and it is lovely, honey. It is nice. It is nice over here, okay? meaning that I I love it here it is sweet it is nice and I'm here for it period um to begin with I want to say dating myself has allowed me to realize who I am who I am not what I like what I don't like and just things of that nature and it has taught me how to be by myself um as a person who was used to dating around right like constantly dating and giving people chances just because they came in my face and um I remember my cousin got on me about that he was like and I was like oh my gosh people as I cannot help that I'm a hot commodity like what you want me to do just tell them no but in reality I realized that at the end of the day I don't have to date nobody but myself and I don't have to give nobody a chance. And I know somebody's going to be like, oh my gosh, it took you that long to figure that out. Ew, super duper ghetto now. Um, but yeah, I do want to get into this right here. When it comes down to dating self, like I've, like I'm currently still dating myself. And right now at this moment, I am working on my heart chakra and that my friend is very emotional um so we're gonna talk about dating myself emotionally first dating yourself emotionally is not the fun part of dating self like dating yourself sexually dating yourself mentally dating yourself physically like this like dating yourself can be fun to a certain extent but it's also work and it is commitment to bettering self to understand self like I like like I remember like people would ask me like why would I do that and I was like I don't know I just did it people like why would you do that and I was like I don't know I just did it until I started dating myself and I realized that I was doing a lot of stuff because my emotionally I was immature 
And being emotionally immature is not cute at all, okay? So right now, since we're working on the heart chakra and dealing with emotions, let's tap into that, okay? When you're dating yourself on an emotional level, you it forces you to pull out things from you that you probably wouldn't even notice or what you call it. Like, I realized that I'm a Sour Patch Kid. And that's just honest. Like, whatever side of me that you get is the side that I'm feeling. And that I realized that my feelings and my emotions, they change based on information that is perceived. I've come to realize and accept that I come into a lot of situations giving out love first and respect and trust. Meaning that until you fuck up either the love, the trust, or the respect, I'm not looking at you sideways and you do not get the Sour Patch Kid from me. You will get the ha-ha's, you will get the kikis, you will get the <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so stupid. You will get all of that. All of it. And not to be like, oh my gosh, like, that, no, like, it don't work that way. And dating myself, I've just come to realize that, but once you lose my respect, and it's really, and I've come to realize that it's really hard for me, for people, for me to, for me to look at people and be like, you lost my respect, uh, you've lost my trust or you've lost this because I've come to realize that I'm very forgiving meaning that even if you lie to me I'm not going to hold it against you but if you do it again because you think that I'm nice and that shit is sweet I can show you that I do not give a fuck about you and I will put emphasis on me not giving a fuck about you like I've like I've realized that when it came down to female friends, the reasons why I suck at having female friends is because the words that's coming out of my mouth like, oh, I oh, female friends are so hard to find and have to, having male friends is hard. OK, having female friends is hard. Shit, having friends in general is hard, bitch. Being with yourself is hard. OK. You just make it hard. And I realized that I'm not as forgiving as I am with females, as I am with my male friends. And even then, I'm not even too forgiving with my male friends. And they and they know this. So, <laughs> it just seems like everybody get it hard out here in these streets. But, um, no, when it comes down to it, honestly and truly, um, what did I want to say? When it comes down to it, emotionally, I'm a Sour Patch Kid. Because once one of the three things are fucked up, it's almost like, eh, okay, that's not going to work out. Like, example, if I get into it with... Let's say let's go get into it. Um 
who do I want to use? All right, so I used to be my I used to have a homeboy name Mo. And with having a homeboy name or whatever, it kind of put me in a position where we had been friends for seven years. He had been there for me when I was in the hospital. He kind of seen me through like pieces of my depression. He was there emotionally. You know what I'm saying? Like he would like risk with his probation, everything. Come to find out, he ended up sleeping with my homegirl, which I personally didn't care that they had slept together. Let's just say the problem was he was talking shit about me. She would tell me bits and pieces, and he was doing, like, a lot for sis. You feel me? Like, a lot. And I felt like I didn't want to be considered jealous-hearted. Because my whole thing is I'm not jealous, right? I just don't like disrespect. And if I tell you how I feel... I'm not going to repeat myself twice, meaning that the moment I say, blah, 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 this is how I feel, chicken scratch, chicken scratch, please don't do this shit again, it's going to be a fucking problem, if so, because the other side of me, which is not as nice, and the part that most people do not get or get to see Because I tell people, like, I don't like people, right? And that is something that I say a lot. People are like, oh, my gosh, like, but you're so friendly and you're so nice. and you're. I do not like people. This is a statement that I mean and it's a statement that I say. I do not like people signifies and means I don't like people. And not only do I not like people, I don't have the patience for people like people think that I do. So when you backstab or you hurt my feelings, I will forgive you. But I ain't finna go sit there and put up with nobody's shit now. And that's on period. So let's get into it. So back to the whole Mo situation. Mo did what he did. Mo disrespected me. Mo was talking shit. Mo was going to be on my back. Mo was being sneaky. Right? I personally did not care if they was kicking it or going to start dating. It's the fact that you're dating her. And to prove a point to me, because I didn't want to date you, you're doing everything that has sentimental value that we had planned together and you're giving it to her meaning I personally didn't care that you was paying for her nails I didn't care that you trying to match outfits I didn't care whatever you would do whatever the fuck you was trying to do to get the coochie because because I know you that's what you that's what you about you feel me cool I told her I ain't want to hear about it right and we constantly kept on arguing about mo reason being because I said I do not want to hear about Mo right and it's all he trying to match with me all he trying to see me all he trying to link with me da 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 is that everything oh yeah that's everything da 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 and then you come back and the first thing that comes out your fucking mouth is 
oh yeah girl can you believe he trying to match with me and he trying to do this and he trying to do that and this is that and the third and I know you lying because spiritually the words that's coming out your mouth do not match the actions that you're doing and you're trying way too hard to try to convince me that you ain't entertaining or indulging this man if you want to do that do that but do not constantly tell me about somebody who I've had a falling out with and I've told you that I do not fuck with them no more. And I cut off him and I cut off her. But before I did, because I found myself in a predicament where I was with my ex-female best friend, Amali. We, as my best friend, she was there for me during my Baker Act. She was there for me in a lot of times, even though it was a lot of misguided. And she broke and she hit me. <laughs> and most of my boyfriends broke up with me because of her. And I did some grimy shit to her. And we had some grimy shit. But even though we had our good points in our friendship and shit, it just came down to the fact of it reminded me of that. Where I wanted to curse her out and strangle her and be like, now let's go watch TV and quit playing with me. I had to cut this off. The same way I had to go cut off dude. And I realized that emotionally, I do not deal with liars very well or people who I cannot trust. If I don't trust you, if I don't respect you, and if the love just ain't there no more like it used to be, because love never dies, right? But if you don't appreciate it, I'm going to take your appreciation as as if you don't want it. <clears throat> and that's okay. But I'm going to still love you. I'm just not going to put up with your shit. And I'm not going to give you that. Like, you, like there's a list of shit that you can get from me. And on the list of things that you did not appreciate from me, you cannot have that. So dating myself emotionally, I've learned that I don't like people, not because people are necessarily innately bad. I don't like people because people can tend to be users and people think that shit is sweet over here. Ain't shit sweet over here at all. The gumdrops ain't sweet. The candy ain't sweet. The love ain't sweet. The turkey ain't sweet. Ma'am shit is nice when it's nice but if you test my gangster like i'm not a fucking sour patch kid you you thinking it's just sweet over here and we just no baby it 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 can get ugly so dating myself emotionally these are things that i found out when it came down to dating myself sexually i figured out i like some things i thought i never would like and i found out that certain things turn me on I think that everybody should date themselves sexually. This is not the podcast for that. Not today. Um, we're not going to talk about it because I actually want to do a podcast with certain people about what turns them on sexually. And I want to talk about it. And I want to have different people on here. But that's, I'm telling y'all my business. You in my business? But yeah, I actually want to do some podcasts with other people. And I'm just trying to get some things to line up so that it works out. Because I do want to talk things, relationship with not just my perspective, but others. So I can see where they're at. And y'all can go see that some of this shit I be saying be right. 
And if I'm wrong or if somebody might be saying I'm OD, I just want different perspectives on here. Period. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. I've dated myself emotionally, sexually, mentally. I've realized that I'm very intelligent. I just don't say a lot of stuff. Like, as emotional as I am, that's as intelligent as I am. And I try not to lead off with intelligence because it comes off as arrogance. Meaning that I may not know everything. But spiritually and mentally, if I honestly wanted to figure it out, I possibly could. And it is nothing that could stop me. Because spiritually, I've learned and I've leveled up to a place where now I have like this kind of thing where I do a ritual. Where for seven straight days, unless there is stop and pause, we go through the seven chakras and we start from the bottom to the top. And we go on a spiritual journey. This spiritual journey deals with my emotions and the heartstrings and the love and all that good and all that other good shit. That is where we're at. But um, <clears throat> dating myself mentally has been exhausting because I found out that I tend to sometimes overthink. And not only overthink, I analyze everything and break it down because that's just the type of person I am. The intellect in me would not allow me to not not break down the situation. Like if somebody was to, let's just say cut in line right in front of me, I would sit there and I would bust down like, but most people are like, I mean, they just cut in line or whatever. Just ask them to move, right? I would go because I'm spiritually connected. I can feel energy and everything else. Like, I would bust down the whole situation spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Meaning that I would first be like, oh, my gosh. Like, I know this motherfucker ain't just cut in line. Cut in front of the line with me. You feel in front of me. <laughs> mentally, I want to snap. Like, that's disrespect. Spiritually, I would tune in for 10 seconds, figure it out, and then politely get my spot back because, bitch, no matter how the fuck you feel, <laughs> yes, yeah, you can try that shit with somebody else. So as far as overthinking certain shit goes, if I could have a tendency to overthink, hypothetically speaking... And I'm okay with that because I look at all my senses and my surroundings and I read rooms and all types of shit. And I'm okay with that. Dating myself, I've learned to love everything about me. Every flaw, every mistake, everything that doesn't sit right, everything that does not feel right. And not only have I learned to do so, but I've learned how to be the best me that I could possibly be out here in these streets without stressing, without worrying, without feeling less than inadequate. Like, honestly, this is no shade or shame to anybody who is a Instagram model who's gotten a surgery or whatever. But I love me for who the fuck I am. I love... I love being 5'4". I love being 200 pounds. I love the body that I've created for myself. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, ew. Like, uh, 
I love my love handles. I love the chip. I love everything about me. Reason being is because this is who I am, this person, who I am like. Without, like, if I didn't go through my depression, I probably wouldn't have gained this weight. And that's just me being honest. If I didn't go through half the shit I went through, I probably wouldn't look how I look right now. And that's perfectly fine. I remember being skinny and thinking like, oh my gosh, if I gain weight, I won't be attractive anymore. Oh my gosh, if I did this, I wouldn't be that anymore. And then I grew up and I realized that I don't like makeup. I prefer my nails. I prefer my nails and my lip gloss. Like that is like my go-to. So that's why part of the reasons why I low-key hate wearing masks. Okay. I hate it. I I hate, I hate wearing a mask. I hate it. Because my lips can't be popping no more. Like, baby, like, my lips are my favorite part of my body. Like, I love to show out. I love to stunt. Like, I love to be like, ah, you see this lip gloss? You see it. Like, baby, like, and it's not that even though I don't like wearing makeup, I'm not bashy, y'all. Because I don't want y'all to be like, oh, my gosh. Shut. Because y'all know y'all don't listen all the time and the only time y'all listen is when y'all think y'all can be outraged about some shit which is another thing (laughs) oh my gosh because i'm not gonna do like a whole podcast i'm gonna do a podcast on being outraged yes i am um but yeah i've come to realize that i like me for who i am and like for a good little minute, like, I was lying to myself, like, ah, man, the girls with the little waist and the bags and expensive name brand shit, like, ugh, whatever. And then I came to, like, the realization that I'm not an Instagram model. I don't want to look like everybody else. I want to look like myself. And even though makeup is cute to play in every now and again, it's just not something that I've that I'm into like I'm more like I'm more into like I want my nails done a certain type of way and I want it to be really really cute and I like medium to long nails I do not like short nails luckily for me I have a job where I have to go type so I have to get either used to typing with medium to long nails or not at all and even then it's like bleh but then on top of that um what did I want to say yeah it's just like I know who I am as a person and not only do I not know who and not only do I only do I know who I am as a person but I accept me like and me not having a small, small small waist is not a flaw me having a chip tooth is not a flaw. It's called life. Me, like, just me in general is not a flaw. It's not a mistake. The things that I've done, like, yes, I've did some things that I technically at the time regretted. But looking back, it's like, I don't regret nothing I did. 
don't regret being grimy. I don't regret being shysty. I don't regret cutting bitches off. I don't regret cursing bitches out. I don't regret a lot of shit. And the reason why I say I do not regret a lot of shit is simply because I just refuse to sit there and believe that as a woman that I don't have a say-so or anything or even an opinion when in reality I have every right to feel how I want to feel, to be loved how I want to be loved, to even say what I want to say, and to be treated and catered to as a woman like I want to be treated. And just because I don't look like everybody else or the bitches that y'all see out here getting the bags, like, I'm winning in life. Because mentally I understand myself, emotionally I understand myself, spiritually I understand myself, sexually I understand myself. Like, if there was, like, a complete package of understanding self, like, I may not, you know know me all the way but I can damn sure say that I'm 90% of the way of when it comes down to knowing me and what I like and what I don't like and my darks and like and I accept me I accept me I love me I care for me I realize that ain't nobody it's, 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 it's not gonna be another injury out here like this you feel me it's not gonna be another me And even when I have kids, even if they take on personality traits that I may or may not have or pick up on talents that I have, guess what? They're still not going to be me. They're going to be themselves, meaning that that if I was to have a daughter in the next 10 years or 5 years or whenever I decide that I'm ready to have kids, right? And, um... I have a daughter and let's just say she picks up on the traits that I have whether she you feel me whether 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 she goes through the same thing or not that I went through I really hope she don't I really hope she go through her own shit because mommy can help her but mommy wouldn't want to because I can imagine what she'll do and even if she, like, kept picked up certain traits and was like, I like Rick and Morty, too, like mommy, and I like this, like mommy, and I like that, like mommy, or whatever, that is perfectly fine. But she would be her own individual and her own person, and it would be nothing that I would be able to do or would be able to say to dictate to her what she should and should not be doing because I will want my children to be their own individual person. Like, I feel like I've come to grow into and understand And that's something that I would want to teach my kids, that self-love is the best love. And dating self is hard. And self-love is the best love. Even though it's an easy saying to say, it is very hard to do. So, therefore, I understand. So, therefore, I'm not, I'm, you're never going to catch me out there looking like, oh, well, I just didn't expect this to go down this way. It didn't matter how I expected shit to go at the end of the day. If it went down, it went down. If you love me, you love me. If you don't, you don't. If you can't fuck with me, don't fuck with me. It is what it is. Because I have people right now who say that they can't fuck with me because I'm too much of a weirdo. And that's perfectly fine because I wouldn't want you to, I would not, I would hate for you to feel like you have to compromise yourself when you're around me. That's what I got to say to that. Uh, you just too much of a weirdo for me. Oh, am I? That's fine because I like me. <laughs>
You know what I'm saying? But yeah, dating yourself is one of the most fun things that you could possibly do. It is difficult, but it is one but it has its perks. And once you learn to love yourself and you start to date yourself genuinely, you will realize that all this shit right here is easy peasy lemon squeezy. And you ain't got no real worries in life. And that everything works out how it's supposed to. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be at. And even when you want to change and everything goes, you're still exactly where you're supposed to be at. And that it's okay if you want to change. It's okay if you want... If you don't want to settle for less or tolerate half-assed love from anybody like it's okay but yeah that's the podcast i hope you guys enjoyed it y'all know who i am y'all know what i do um i know it's on your like shut up suck a dick love your healthy life fuck you i'm out